Hello and a warm welcome back to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. I am having the most gorgeous chat with the gorgeous Nicola Joss, who many of you will already know. She is a world-renowned facialist and there is nothing she doesn't know when it comes to skin. And she's hugely passionate about wellness and well-being too. And we always get on so well, have so much to talk about. We often go off on so many different tangents, but we feel like those tangents have so much value in them. And we're so excited to share all of our knowledge with you all. So, I'm sure you're going to absolutely love this podcast. And just to let you know, we talk a little bit about the gorgeous Hey You Gua Sha tools and precision tools, which you can get on my website at the moment. So faceyogaexpert.com slash shop, and you'll see on there all of that. And we also talk about the lovely Kanza Wom from Maoli Rituals. And if you use the code Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, all capital letters, you will get free shipping for Maoli Rituals. And we also talk about cryo tools. And I love the um, facial ice globes from Fresher Paris. And if you use code FACEYOGAEXPERT15, all capital letters at the checkout, you'll get 15% off those. So I cannot wait for you to hear this episode where we really dive into favorite facial tools and all things skin and wellness. Let's get into it. Nicola, a warm welcome back to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you? I'm good. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I love chatting to you. Um, we all, always have so much to chat about, don't we? And we, we go down many different roads and tangents. So yes, thank you for having me back. I'm excited. Oh, I love having you here. We're always getting requests saying, bring back Nicola Joss. Oh. People are always asking for you to be on the podcast and always asking for Instagram lives. And when I put those lives on YouTube, we're getting people on YouTube saying, you and Nicola are just so lovely together. So we had to have you back on the podcast and we will Hurrah. do lots of other Instagram lives together as well. Yeah, we will. It's just like chatting to your best mate when I chat to you. It's lovely because we just align on so many levels, don't we? Our beliefs are just the same. I know. And can you believe we've not met in person? I find this so crazy. <laughs> Never. Can you believe that in real life? We will soon. Yeah. I reckon Let's we do, do a nice little meet up in the summer. Let's do it. Yeah. I feel All like right. we need to just get it in the diary for sure. <laughs> Anyhow, how have things been for you? Because you're back in clinic now. I know everything was just turned upside down with COVID for you. You had to pivot everything with business yeah. and life and now yeah. you're back to doing what you do, which is being hands-on with people. How is that? It's wonderful, isn't it? I'm so thankful, actually, because it was a tricky two years, all said. Um, luckily, behind us now, I think, I'm certainly going to be in clinic full-time, regardless of anything. I love being back in clinic. It's my sweet spot. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I love doing all the other things that I do. And I'm, I was so grateful for having the Instagram platform to do all my nightly, let me teach you how to massage your face or, uh, you know, having great guests like you on to chat. So I was really thankful for that. And that helped me really reach my audience when they couldn't come into clinic. So, and gain more, more clients, just online clients. So that was all lovely. And it's great to have that, isn't it? But I need people like in the flesh because I like to be massaging and touching and I'm quite tactile and my gift is my hands really. So um, 
I'm just really thankful to be back in. And I'm now in the Mandarin Oriental in Knightsbridge in London. That's my residency for for um, the UK, which is fabulous. I've got a lovely clinic within the spa space at the Mandarin, and they're really easy and lovely and flexible with me. So, yeah, I've got uh, I've got a nice space in there, and then soon, obviously, back to doing global residencies as and when. But right now, it's really about concentrating on my clients here and getting back into that routine. So it's been wonderful. That's amazing. And how have things changed for your clients? Sort of, have you noticed differences in either people's skin or people's wellness from sort of pre-COVID times to now? I have actually. I think not just their skin and their physical kind of. I guess their bodies have changed. People's bodies have changed, and and I, I a lot of that's due to being a little bit more sedentary when they've not been able to be as active. But more so from I think the factors of of uncertainty, anxiety, perhaps little bits of fear, all those layers of little programs, those aggressions of negativity that have been put upon us all have really made a, a difference to I think our attitudes and, and how we how we maneuver life now I think and certainly with my clients and even when I'm talking to my clients online they're saying the same thing so I know it's not just a localized thing it's global their skin obviously our skin's changed due to stress factors predominantly and then things like when people were wearing masks all the time that layer of bacteria that would grow inside the mask or on the skin especially if you're wearing it a lot and and again when you are in a state of anxiety or uncertainty and you've got those lower vibrations um, in our body that creates um, a disruption of the skin as well so it's been quite interesting I think the greatest thing to come out of it is that people are desperate to come back and have physical treatments. A physical you know, touch. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Just to have that. You can do so much beauty and skincare and body treatments at home. And I encourage it because I think you should take control of your own skin and your own beauty routine for sure. And we're here to help. But that being said, there's nothing better than having a physical hands-on treatment because when you know how to kind of realign someone's energy just with massage and also for sure help the skin and move the client forward with how they're navigating their their skincare routine or differences that are coming up in the skin for sure that's a joy to do but just to have that hands-on touch people that I really think start to understand the importance of where wellness comes from with touch and understanding that we cannot keep ourselves six feet apart from each other because we're tribal and we're meant to be together and our bodies heal. We heal each other, don't we, with that kind of energy that we emit from our body. So here I go again, holistic again, can't help that. it, but it's I my passion. <laughs> it's my passion too. So together, this is why we always go right. sort of on that tangent, but it's all so connected. And what I love about what you do with your facials is, you know, even if people are coming for a facial purely because they want to get a really great clean on their skin or they want to lift the muscles in their skin, they're coming out of it with wellness. And I know yeah. that you do work on a deep level. You work on an emotional level as well. How do you find that people respond to that? Because I can imagine that your regulars know they're getting that from you. And I can imagine that someone's very new to it. Perhaps it's a really lovely surprise or from someone else. It might be a surprise, but 
they weren't expecting and it brings up stuff perhaps they weren't wanting to bring up how do you sort of navigate that it, um, you're right it does bring up stuff that perhaps is a little bit deep-seated my I always say to new clients this is a re- and you can read I can read clients very quickly we can right so you know you have an idea of where their emotional center is or how they're, they're they're feeling that day or how balanced they are so I always say to my clients this is a safe space for you you know be joyous be sad cry and that often comes up when we start working on a deeper level because I work with an assistant as well when I'm doing my face and body treatments I'll have an assistant doing hand and foot massage so it's a full connection we're constantly touching the body and stimulating pressure points and working on drainage and all those other gorgeous things that we do I do also hormone body treatment and I work a lot on the abdomen area and working on that hormone center and triggering the thyroid as well so lots of stuff comes up for new clients and there is lots of tears but always ending with joy and gratitude and a hug and can I come back next week I think it it is such a deep level and even if I have someone coming in they're like listen I've got I need you to do extraction my skin's a bit dull I just want a good cleanse and massage for sure that's always taken care of but there's always the added extras of everything else I do and when I incorporate a little bit of energy clearing work and a bit of Reiki they they, they, it's more than (laughs) it's always more than a facial and um it's very rare that I don't have a a rebooking of of a new client I'm I'm really fortunate and I've got great clients that come and I think you attract the people that you want that are very like-minded to you don't you yeah, I call them soul clients, soulmate clients. Yeah. It really, you know, the right people for you will come to you. And I think, yeah. you know, we don't have to be everything for everybody. The right people will come to us and we'll be the right person for them. I think that's so important. And I love how you, I know for years you brought in Reiki with what you do. And last year I took my Reiki one and two, and that was so lovely for me. And I've been really enjoying bringing that in to my face yoga practices and teachings because mm-hmm. I mean as we know it's all so holistic and I'm like you you know I continue to add to my knowledge and continue to add to what I offer to people how do you incorporate Reiki with your facials well um with a new client obviously I'll explain the process of what's going to happen and because every treatment is very bespoke and unique and will never be the same every time you come to me so I kind of go through the process of I may do a bit of this and I'll read your energy at the start of the treatment I'll kind of do a body scan and connect into your 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 energy and we'll see what comes up so because I explain it there they understand that there may be a process of Reiki there may not it just depends on how we connect initially at the beginning no one's ever said no to me because when you explain how beautiful it is incorporated into treatment then you wouldn't not want to have it so it it really changes with each client it just depends on where they are at the beginning a lot of so I also do hands-on Reiki so it's you know I do touch the body because I get I get a better connection I can really visualize what's going on with their energy centers um so I incorporate it at the start we start off that way. So I'll ground the client, get them really settled and grounded and start doing some breath work, but do a body scan. And then if I'm really honest with you, it's just, it comes in intuitively. 
So it might be a third of the way into the facial. It might be at the end. It just really depends on what comes up and intuitively what I feel from from um, the client and the treatment that I'm doing. So it's, it's kind of a hard one to say, I do this, this and this. It just depends. Well, I think that's a perfect answer. And to be honest, I would have said exactly the same thing. It's very much much intuition led. And actually, I mean, I do my own self-reiki practice quite regularly as well. Um, I try and do it. So before I've even got out of bed in the morning and sometimes that will look like a minute and other times it can look like 15 minutes. And again, hugely intuitive about how I would use it. So sometimes I'm really visualizing chakra colors. I'm doing affirmations or I'm working just on one area in my body sometimes I'm really fighting it you know my (laughs) mind and my body just don't want it at all so I'm just trying to work on the surrender to that um so yeah I mean it's very much intuition led and that's what I and I know you're the same I mean I recommend when people doing their own facial massage facial exercise to be their own teacher and be very intuitive with it I think that well I know that we all have our own answers within us we're all our very best teacher you know we often look for outside guidance which is helpful of course but the more that we can listen within yeah that's you know that's where exactly that's where all the answers are and what facial tools have you been using in clinic recently um I know like me you're a big fan of your facial tool do you use them a lot with clients or do you use them more when you're doing sort of one-to-one like online sessions and that type of thing I tend to use them more when I'm doing online sessions um I do sometimes. In fact, I do incorporate tools. I predominantly incorporate um, my cryo tools in clinic when I'm doing a client, especially after I've been doing, you know, a lot of massage. So I do like to use the, I like the Biologic Recherche wands because they're the right size and fit for my hands, but also they've got lovely contours for the face. They're filled with water. So you get that that longevity of coldness they stay really cold for a long time and I can fit them around the back of the neck and down onto the shoulders so they're my favorite and I always use them I actually have I think I've got about 25 sets and just keep on rotation (laughs) and obviously I've got my own personal set as well so I use those I'm a massive fan of the Lima laser I have two of them actually because I'm greedy (laughs) I actually have I've not used the Lima laser it's phenomenal do you know I come across like you gadgets and tools for home use like a lot I'm always getting sent stuff and what I found is predominantly they're they're safe for use but maybe not that efficacious um, I, you know, the LED, LED masks are great, but they'll give you a topical glow and topical work that they'll do. So I do like LED masks. We do use in clinic um, LED light therapy when we have, when I've applied a mask, because I find it works better with the mask. Sometimes some of the light streaming I use is for muscle relaxation as well and tension. So I like those in clinic. The Lima, however, is an at-home device. The reason I have two is not because I'm greedy. It's because I use them in clinic. (laughs) So I find if I use two of them, I get much more impact. Because the Lima laser is an at-home everyday device, um, predominantly for three to four months every single day, and then it's maintenance. If I use one in clinic, you're not really going to see 
the difference. So using two, you get a slight impact. But the idea of that Lima laser is to be used at home. And I love it because, well, there's many reasons. It's a really great technology that's come from the medical industry. So it's medical grade. It was initially used to repair um, scarring for babies that had cleft lip operations. But it does a multitude of things from improved rosacea, improving scar tissue. It's phenomenal for pigmentation. It's great for getting rid of thread veins. And you can use it on the very palest of skins to the very darkest of skins and that whole spectrum of skin tones in between. Predominantly lasers that you use in clinic are not great for darker skin tones. So to have something that I can use on all of my clients is like a definite bonus. So I worked with Lima. They asked me when just before they launched if I would use the, the tool for a while and then maybe to kind of devise a how to use it at home video. So I did that for them. And I did it because I'm a fan of the brand and I'm, I will consistently be a fan of the brand. I use it every day. And right now I'm actually doing a project on myself using it on my eye area. So it's that safe. Oh. You can use it on your eyelids. So wow. that's the Lima. Yeah. It's a brand new, it's cold laser technology. So yeah. you can't overuse it. There's no downtime. There's no scarring. There's no, it doesn't cause trauma to the skin like your traditional laser. Mm. So it goes deeper and works on the mitochondria, the energy inside the cell that you're dealing with. So it can rebuild cartilage. That's wow. how phenomenal it is. Wow. One of my, yes, it's phenomenal. One of my sons grew very quickly and had stretch marks, <laughs> yeah. a ladder of them on his back. He grew very quickly uh, two summers ago. Um, so I used the laser onto the stretch marks, just a section of it to try it out. Mm-hmm. And they disappeared. Wow. Very new stretch marks. So obviously yeah. a, a much quicker response. Yeah. yeah. And so teenage skin, I imagine, right. repairs much quicker. <laughs> much quicker. I mean, yeah. they don't know how they don't know how gloriously lucky they are no. to have that no. baby skin. Anyway, so <laughs> that's uh, that's probably my top tool. Mm-hmm. If I'm honest with you, um, the cryo tools are phenomenal. Also, for, as I said, they're great for kind of calming muscles down after a massage, but great for depuffing the eye area, awakening up the um, the eyes, awakening up the skin. But also, if you put them on the back of your neck, mm-hmm. cryo tools are great for stimulating the vagus nerve, so awakening up the system. Cold therapy, I'm a massive fan of. Get in cold water as much as you can put the cold taps on your shower to super cold after you finish. I mean, it, the benefits are, are mind blowing for. I remember you saying this last time you came on and I was like, Nicola, I'm going to do it. And I've had a few other people on the podcast since that have just been raving about the benefits of going yeah. in the cold sea and the cold water. I now yeah. manage so I've started to go twice a week to the spa. So I'm now doing sauna and then a quick sort of ice shower afterwards and then steam room, quick ice shower. Brilliant. So I'm doing that, but still Nicola, I have not plunged myself into cold sea. And I know that nobody finds it comfortable because I keep saying to myself why would I put myself through that because it's not comfortable even if it feels good afterwards I can do stuff that feels good during but also feels good afterwards 
But actually, yes, it's interesting you say that because I was thinking about it again yesterday. And I was mm-hmm. thinking that a part of it is not only about how you feel afterwards, but it's about getting comfortable with discomfort. And I think yeah. in day-to-day life, it's really hard to do that. As human beings, we don't want to yeah. be uncomfortable in any way. And I think that that's the magic. And correct me if I'm wrong with this, because I haven't done it. I've got no experience of it. But I imagine <laughs> that getting comfortable with the discomfort mentally is a huge part of it. It is. I'm a big fan of being uncomfortable because mm. it's your whether it's your higher self or your your innate being or your soul or whatever it is or just you know the inner part of you without the ego chatter the uncomfortableness is is your lesson for whatever it is you know I used to be very uncomfortable talking in public like painfully shy and I still am and I had massive anxiety for most of my young adult life um and you 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 just acquire tools to help you step through it so I'm Uncomfortable is good for me. Um, and that's why sea swimming is so good for me. I was there, I was sea swimming this morning. The tides are very good at the minute. So it was it's grey and it was very cold. But the only, so the uncomfortable part for me, and I think for most people is taking your clothes off and bearing, like bearing your body, knowing that that sea is cold. But the knowing is also an expectation. And sometimes our expectations lie to us. And actually, it's just the, the uncomfortable, but it's just getting in the water. Once you're in the water, then it's amazing immediately because you're moving okay. and the energy of the water. So it, I'm I'm comfortable as soon as I'm in the water. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. It's cold. Yeah. But my I have trained myself. And I've done this because of the showering that I do. um, When I shower in the morning, it's as freezing as it can possibly go. But I kind of tricked myself into believing. So my belief system is the water, the cold water is so amazing because it makes me feel good. And sometimes I'm saying that and my ego is going, you're lying. You're lying. (laughs) And I'm like, be quiet. (laughs) So you have to kind of just find your tools. Um, And comfortable is great for lots of things because it allows you to step into that space it's normally fear underlying fear and when you look at it the fear kind of dissipates a little bit and you're like yeah I am a queen I can do this actually it wasn't that bad and I've been sea swimming for most of my life okay so before it was a thing (laughs) oh I think I was five when I started swimming open outdoors yeah and I come from the country in the highlands of Scotland so you know rivers are cold the sea the north sea yeah north coast is very cold and I'm still uncomfortable don't get me wrong there's still a sense of like oh let's not so take a buddy with you it's Mm -hmm. always easier because I find that you're like a little bit not show-offy but like oh well I can do it and you encourage each other so you just get in you get yeah, quicker definitely I love that and I think that I need to just step through I feel like I'll go a little bit more with the cold showers first I'm gonna up that I'm yeah. doing it a little bit but I'm gonna up that I don't live super close to the sea here so I couldn't do that and I always think the river there's a lot of people around Bath that do river swimming and it looks a bit grim to be honest yeah. there's so much yuckiness I love like fresh yeah. sea but I'm going to try and step into it because I know for me, like you, when I'm uncomfortable, when I'm in that discomfort, that's where I grow. 
That's right. where things change. That's where things shift. And if I look through my life at all the times I just said, just do it, Danielle, despite the fear, I've been so <laughs> pleased I have. And that's when I've then been able to step further into what I'm meant to be doing, who I am, where I yeah. want to be, whether it be meeting goals or just feeling good. So yeah, definitely inspiring. I'm sorry, I've taken you on another tangent. Into well, that's what we do. That's what we <laughs> do. facial tools. I think just on the last note about uncomfortable though, and then I will go back into some of my other tools. Sometimes with uncomfortable, when you step into it and cross that barrier, you may decide that actually you, you are uncomfortable because you don't like doing something and then you can cross it off and move on. Yes. Instead of just being that uncertainty, maybe I will, maybe I won't. So it has that duality of knowing that you, you definitely don't want to do something as well, but at least you tried. Yes, I agree. Oh my yeah. gosh, I love this. Okay. <laughs> we go to Devon a lot. A lot of my family are in Devon and they're Get doing in the sea walks. I mean, I could have done it yesterday. We did a walk and <laughs> we were down on the beach and I could have gone in, but instead I was wrapped up in my super warm coat with my hat and my scarf and my gloves of course <laughs> and all of that and I was just like oh the sea looks lovely I'll breathe in the fresh sea air <laughs> perfect <laughs> at least know, you did that. I might have my swimming costume underneath next time we'll see yeah. so see how yes. you go exactly let's go back to facial tools yes. so we've got your laser which you love you've got your Cairo tools which you love any others that you're using I mean for sure. Obviously, both you and I are huge fans of Gua Sha and yeah. the Hey Method with Katie yeah. Brindles. I mean, she's a genius and again, yeah. very like us. So I do use them. I actually used the Gua Sha this morning while I was just thinking through our, what we were going to be doing. And I like using all of them because obviously different stones vibrate at different frequencies for different things. Like the jade is very good for bringing your energy back in. So good to be using at nighttime. The rose is very good at connecting into the heart, but opening up your energy for the day. And then there's the clear quartz, which is a higher healing energy. So really good if actually you're in a bit of funk you're not feeling that great or you think you're you know if you're a bit low or you don't know why you're a bit grumpy or whatever's going on I find those are really good she also does a an amazing crystal eye mask yes, which gorgeous isn't it I mean yes gorgeous. <laughs> I, I also, must use that more actually it's one of those things that I have I mean I say this with all of my tools I, I mean I use a tool of some kind every day you know I intuitively yeah. choose what I need that day but actually every time I talk about them and every time I talk about them to other people I'm like oh, should use that one more I should use that one more but we only have so many hours in the day to use tools I know that is, that is gorgeous that mask the clear it's quartz. good yeah and really good for meditation and actually yes. I have a full jade uh, crystal mask for clinic as well so if I feel it one of my clients is again vibrating a little bit low or not feeling that great or emotionally a little bit unstable I'll put the jade mask on top of um, a mask and it really just helps to balance their mood and their their energy and bring their energy back into their heart space. But I, I'm also a huge fan of the precision. So her precision tool, I find, I use it around my lip area, it really plumps up my lips. Like I did it a couple of weeks ago, but I maybe overdid it slightly because I was getting a little bit excited. So I spent probably a little bit too long. And the next morning, my assistant came in, she's like, oh, wow, have you? I'm like, it was the precision tool. She's like, wow, oh they look gosh. great. That's yeah, amazing. So they are, yeah, they're great. So such a really natural way of 
doing things like plumping up the lip area or I've got a scar just on my eyebrow, um, which is quite deep and underneath it I have bubbly scar tissue and it really evens out. So the pre precision is one of the great tools within that range. I love. And then they do body ones as yeah, well. So love all of those. there. The other tool that I'm in love with is you probably know this brand as well, Moly. So they mm -hmm. do the Kanza comb. Love that. Yes. <gasps> I have that. Oh. I actually used that last night before I went to bed. We just got back late from Devon and I was like, oh, I'm going to use this. Because, you know, when you've been traveling a lot, your energy just feels so stuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love it. It's phenomenal. I really love it. I use it when I'm using a hair mask or a scalp mask. And I just think the best thing about the Kanza is... The, the 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 metal the property of the cancer acts almost like it's a magnet when it's on your skin so it helps to draw impurities it's really great if you've got like dandruff or dry flaky scalps but also you use it on your body because it draws out acidity in the the body as well you'll see sometimes if I'm a little bit over if I've had a couple of glasses of wine perhaps <laughs> and then I'll do the cancer tool sometimes the skin appears a little bit gray and that's the acidity coming out of it so that's a huge I really love that. And I use that on my clients if I'm doing that deep hormone body treatment as well. Lovely tool. Another one that's great, I could go on for hours, but I won't. So Swiss Clinic do a beautiful microneedling device that has different heads on it. And it also comes with a really very clever cleansing. It's like a pen, a cleansing, keeps all, uh, it's got alcohol in it to, to clean the device. But I love that one because the heads are really easy to change and it's got a nice big one for the body. And the other thing I like about the Swiss Clinic one is that the handle's nice and heavy. So you're feeling like you've got like an expert tool in your hands. You know what I mean? And the needles are very small, so they're never going to do damage to the skin. But I like to use those before I put a serum on and then after I put the serum on as well. So just get that real punchy impact of the ingredients that are in the serum. And it really helps to supercharge. And it's a great way of helping to stimulate collagen in the skin. I love that. And it's really interesting you brought that one up because a few weeks ago, I did a podcast with Abigail James, facialist, and I was oh, asking her, her lots about um, microneedling as well, because I've never used it. And it's crazy because I think I've tried pretty much like you, almost all the facial tools, well, a lot of the facial yeah. tools that are out yeah. there. But I've always been super scared to do the microneedling. And the reason being is I've had so many people message me in the past that have got skin infections as a result of using them. And I would imagine that is because you're not cleaning it properly with the alcohol cleaner spray or you're using your dirty hands straight after you've used it. And it's really scared me off. But actually, after chatting to Abigail, again, we were talking about the, the Swiss Clinic one. I said, you know what, I'm going to use it because I know how to clean a tool afterwards. You know, I know not to touch my face after you use a tool like that. So it's a good reminder that I'm going to order that one um, and start using it because people are always asking me again, do I recommend that one? And actually, I yeah. don't like to recommend anything that I haven't used for a significant amount of time on myself. I never say, yeah. yes, go and do it. Even if all the research is pointing to Towards Agreed. it being amazing. So that's a great reminder for me, actually. Yeah, it's a really good tool. And it's actually a really interesting point that um, with getting infections after using, and it is simply because you're not cleaning it properly. And what we tend to find, especially when I'm speaking to, to clients, is what happens is they'll keep it 
by the side of their sink or they'll throw it in a box on the shelf in their bathroom and not really think about it. And actually, even if you run the head under very hot water and if you don't have a cleansing spritz, I always, and I've always had this in the house since the kids were born, Clydal silver water. Yes, I use right? that for everything. <laughs> Me too. If I've got an ulcer in my yes. mouth, if I've got, if, like, when my, so I, when my clients come into clinic, it's the first thing I do on their skin is spritz their skin with clydal silver water really? because it's anti- yes. yeah it's antibacterial antimicrobial yeah. when it, and through the pandemic <clears throat> if I was traveling because I did obviously I didn't travel outside of the country obviously but yeah. traveling on a train going to clinics sometimes I could go into clinic there were points when there I'd always have colloidal silver with me so if I was sitting in an environment with lots of other people I'd spray my face as soon as I got on the train and do you know what I think it's a lifesaver yeah. and I used to, and some, and I drink it. You can drink it as yeah. well. It's just, it's, it ticks all the boxes for health, for everything. Use it on scars. Silver is such an amazing healing property, isn't it? So it's, going back to this, the, the, there we go again, going back to the <laughs> micro needling system, spritz it with Clydal silver, right. spritz your face with Clydal silver and you will stop any type of infections from forming at all. That's such a great idea. And it's really interesting, the colloidal silver, because Mm. I was looking up about it and it's quite controversial. And I didn't (laughs) realise that actually it's quite controversial. When I was reading sort of articles on it and so many people Mm -hmm. saying, oh, it can be dangerous. And there was one example of, I think it was an 85-year-old man, and bear in mind the age there, 85-year-old man who'd used it for throat issues for the past two years, then passed away. And I thought to myself, I'm not sure how much of evidence that is, but there was definitely lots of articles sort of saying quite controversial things, which I'm surprised about because I use it for everything. I mean, I even use it with my children, actually. So yes, my daughter's too. got a sore throat rather mm-hmm. than giving her cowpaw or something. Oh, mum, do I have to use that spray? Yep, you have to use yes. the spray. My daughter was itching a point on her head to the point that it... um it started bleeding and at first I was using you know like E45 cream all of this stuff and then I thought you know what none of that's doing anything I started spraying it probably a day or two days a couple of times a day with the colloidal silver that healed up my daughter had a um an ulcer we used it on that I use it whenever I have I'm really prone to sore throats it's always been something for me much better now since I work a lot on 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 throat chakra Mm -hmm. stuff and and throat chakra clearing but if I feel that little bit of a sore throat coming up straight away I'm using the spray on that so I'm with you on that I love it um I think it's interesting you because the controversial comments and articles mm. that come up are quite new yes actually um and I think what you'll find is colloidal silver is a little bit more difficult to get a hold of nowadays mm. but only because I think it's more popular I think people are actually seeing the benefits I did a lot of research quite a few years ago on this because I I really I like to dig deep with everything and for me it was just convincing fully about the, the healing benefits now my mother has got quite like skinny she's got great legs actually mm-hmm. we're quite skinny and she punctured the front of her leg on this like tiny little handle on a chest of drawers and she just kind of she didn't fall into it she just banged against it and because she punctured the part of her leg a tiny little hole it was very difficult for it to heal so she'd been going 
to the nurse and getting it dressed and getting it dressed. It wasn't healing. And I said to her, mom, here's some colloidal silver, mm-hmm. uh, a silver dressing mm-hmm. and, and here's some spray. And I guarantee within seven days, it, yeah. it was healing completely. Um, just as another aspect of yeah. you can see it work. And I and it's very safe. And, and uh, I yeah, I'm hundred percent with you. It's you can and I drink it sometimes as well. I'm like you, if I've got if I feel a little tickle in my throat, yeah, get it right. In. Gargle yeah. with it, you know, whatever. Yeah, I think it's phenomenal. But to to use on tools to get back yeah. to a Swiss clinic ruler, hundred yeah. percent safe. That's great. Great yeah. idea. My gosh, yeah. love it. I feel like we've gone a million <laughs> tangents. I was going to start going on about how much I love grapefruit seed oil then. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> yeah, that's, Let's me not too. Go. <laughs> I know, right? We would be here for four hours. <laughs> I know we would. It's true. We, we can do another podcast. Yeah. We should do a, a chat on all the supplementary stuff that we like that we make because I've got loads of it as well that's a great idea I love it yeah I feel like what I want to do for to finish and it's something I haven't done for probably about a year or so on the podcast and I can't remember if I did it with you last time you came on but like a quick fire quiz so what I'm going to ask you it's all about your favorite things and just answer intuitively first thing that comes to your mind okay (gasps) (laughs) on the spot okay. no pressure on the spot. Yes. yes okay your favorite book oh gosh okay my favorite <laughs> my favorite book is on the back of my shelf somewhere because I was just looking at it and it's the healing properties of herbs it's a it's a book that was written by um a woman called Nicola I can't remember her last name now because you put me on the spot it's 100 pounds <laughs> to buy in this country because it's it's so difficult to get a hold of but it's the most fascinating book on how to heal yourself using herbs and also using um um things like dandelion root and weeds mm-hmm. you we all think that weeds in our garden should be put in the bin but actually anything that's grown on the planet is really there for us to to use to facilitate and give us a better life so i i can't remember the full title of it because now i can't find it on my shelf but it's it's um, I will I will send it to you so you can maybe put it up on this. But it is the healing properties of herbs and weeds. <laughs> Love that! Amazing. Okay, your favorite crystal. My favorite crystal is um, clear quartz because of the high vibration of it, and I just connect. It. Sometimes not everyone can use that to start with if they're they're not really familiar with using crystals. Um, rose is much more gentle, and jade certainly is a step in. But the, um, I like the the high vibration, the healing elements of the clear quartz. Beautiful, and it looks so pretty. It does. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous. Your favorite season. My favorite season is spring. Mm. Yes. has to be spring I mean I was I'm born in April so I'm a spring baby you can just watch the whole world reawakening and rebirthing and within days watch the crocuses and the daffodils and the light changes and the clocks change I just springs uh, for me is an awakening yeah I'm with you actually on that and I get so excited to think that actually now we've got spring and then summer which is a close second for me in terms of favorite it just feels like we've got this lovely long stretch now which right. I can't wait for lovely your favorite beauty product 
Oh, that's impossible. <laughs> I, it's just impossible. I know, I know. I can't. I mean, if I'm going to say my favorite beauty product, I'd have to say it's going to be a facial massage oil. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't brand you because there are so many amazing brands, but it would be an oil because it'll do everything from take your makeup off, take any topical dirt off the skin to actually allow you to really massage and get the benefits of that massage process and de-stress the muscle tissue and and really help to hydrate the skin as well. And if you use an oil at bedtime and massage it into your skin, you're going to lock in that hydration that we lose while we're sleeping. Love that. Amazing. (laughs) Your favourite happy place. (laughs) These are hard, aren't they? Yeah, you're just tricky. I love it. Um, So my favourite happy, happy place is my bed. (laughs) That's amazing. You know, it's my bed. I I think your happy place changes throughout your life, doesn't it? Mm. Because different things signify different emotions for you. For me to get into bed and rest and read and kind of like my kids will hang out in my bedroom with me and I love my bedroom. It's like my favorite room. I have everything I need in it. It's gorge. Secondary to that is my home. I like being at home. And I think actually over the last two years, I've really come to appreciate my home because I traveled so much throughout most of my career and will obviously still travel because I'm definitely not near the end of it. But I really forgot how important an amazing home is Mm. and how you can create such a safe and loving space for yourself, whether you have one room or 20 rooms or um, a garden or a plant pot, right? Amazing. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, last question. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this is just because I'm intrigued with the answer to this. Do you know your sun, moon and rising sign? And do you know your human sign? <laughs> so here's my answer. Truthfully, no, but mm-hmm. yes, somewhere I've got it written down and I okay. keep going back to it. I have no memory for stuff like this. <laughs> I, it's like I used to put a lot of importance on it. Obviously, I'm Taurian, uh, yeah. like, so I know that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't remember the rest of it. That's okay. I'll let you off. I feel like you've given us so much information. That's absolutely (laughs) But I'm intrigued. So you just need your your time of birth. And you can just literally put it into Google and you can put in what is my moon sign. and It'll just bring up and you can put in your time and date of birth and it'll let you know it's your moon sign and then your rising sign, which is sometimes called an ascendant sign. Um, And it's really interesting because those two give you, I think, often a lot more insight into who you are than actually the sun sign or the star sign yeah I'd be really interested to know what you are and also look up your human design as well and let me know so again you can just type in what's my human design and it'll I've done it yeah have yeah I have done all of those just google it and seconds it'll give you the the answer as long as you know your time of birth that's the key oh I do um yeah perfect perfect I'd be really interested to know yeah I'll let you know message me definitely do you know what I've got it it's probably stored in my phone somewhere because I remember doing it so I'll send it to you because yes, I'll, I'll go and me. find it and send yes. it to you actually love it love it <laughs> Nicola thank you so much it's always a pleasure chatting to you and if people want to hear more about what you do your treatments where can they find all that information out I think the easiest thing is to go into my Instagram because everything's there and there's a link tree in my bio so you can click onto different things and, and get in touch with me that way and it's just at Nicola Joss 
Easy lovely. peasy. Thank yeah. you, Nicola. So Pleasure. lovely to chat to you. And um, please come on again because I feel like, I mean, I feel like we could do this every week, basically. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> I think we should. Let's just try and fit that in our schedule as well. It's everything else. Right? I know. <laughs> Let's try. Thank you, Nicola. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.